Once again, this is Alvin Ekwang of Workings of Grace Ministries, uh, the Apostle of Graces, with the Word of God to bless your life, to bless the life of the people around you, the life within you, the world within you, and the world without you, the world outside of you. From glory to glory, and I pray the Father takes us along those lines. Uh, and today, we're going to look at a couple of things, just very briefly, and uh, it's going to be a blessing to us in season and out of season. There is a song we sing, there is a song we always sing, we sang, we've been singing it for quite some time, and uh, it has these words, it says, who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. If I may sing it, it goes like this. Just that part says, Who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. So, you're familiar with that line? And uh, by the way, years ago, I, I asked uh, a minister friend of mine his opinion on the song. Because there's a time when you sing, and then there's a time when you meditate, there's a time when you lay back and you're actually singing in your heart, but uh, you're, 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 you're meditating on what you are hearing and, and, and what you're singing. So I asked his opinion about the song. I said, you know, what, what do you think about the song? I said, uh, okay, it was in the affirmative. He said, yeah, I agree with it. It's, it's, it's well, it's fine. I probed a little bit. He agreed to uh, the words of the song, the entirety of it, which I, I'm not against it, but uh, I need us to grow to a certain level and understand our responsibility, especially as sons of God who are in the image and the likeness of Jesus Christ, the second man, the last Adam. <laughs> I don't know if I put it right. And so, uh, by the way, like most of us, would actually have valid reasons to agreeing to the fact that uh, Jehovah or God has the final say, or the Lord has the final say. I could could as well give it to you. I could as well give you the reason as to why. We can say, you know what, who has the final say? Look at the situation. Who has the final say? Look at all this, uh, all this uh, corona situation, all this disease situation, all these, all these men and women uh, who seem to be so powerful. Who has the final say? <laughs> and by the way, would would really, most of us would actually agree that uh, it is the Lord, God, who has the final say. But uh, let's, let's just continue a little bit. And uh, I remember when I spoke to him, uh, that friend of mine, I, I told him, no, I don't agree with that. And, uh, <laughs> and it's based on those lines that I'm going to say what I will continue to say. Very important. very very important by the way we know the sovereignty of god i know it i know how powerful the lord is i know how powerful christ is 
but I'm also here to tell you that I also know how powerful you are in Christ and the responsibilities which you need to take up because of coming into Christ. Very important. And so, let me read for you one scripture. You are familiar with it. Uh, it's in Matthew chapter 28 from verses 18 to 19. Jesus is speaking and says, says rather uh, he's speaking to his disciples and uh, this is the the setup the scripture goes ahead to say then jesus came up and said to them all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go let me just stop there so we realize uh god made the earth by the way and gave it to the children of men to rule therein and by the way when men fell remember when we fell in, in the first adam jesus who is the new breed of man <laughs> came and got all authority and power was given to him he then gave this authority or by virtue of this authority and power given unto him he gave the disciples to go and make disciples to he gave them that same legality he gave it to men as well <laughs> and uh he did not only by the way give it to the disciples who are hearing him at that time but he also gave it to everyone who would believe in what they said so we believe what we believe now really trickled down from the desert trickled oh it gushed it, it gushed it has been coming right from what they believed in jesus gave them the authority gave them their ability he gave them everything gave them that authority he gave them the power he gave gave it to them and everyone that believed on on him also has that power resident in them okay very important we'll get along as we continue <laughs> uh, by the way if men and creation are not responding to you as they should it would be foolish to say that god has the final say and yet he gave you everything that is needed for you to reign actually it says everyone that receives abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness to reign here on earth says he has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness everything has been given to us and so if the world and the situations around you are not responding to you the way they ought to be then for you to sing such a song that who has the final say jehovah has the final say to sing a song like that all the time and yet situations are not going right you may need to sit back and begin to see are you really doing what you ought to do could you be could you be sending the responsibility to someone else 
By the way, do you know uh, why some people go around, by the way, blaming God for their problems? Christians and non-Christians? There are problems and the problems of general, the general societies, what they call societal problems. By the way, in their, in their thinking, they believed a lie from Satan that God is the author of problems and most likely it should be the one to fix it or according to the context of what we are discussing here it should be the one to have the final say and by there you can have reasons to justify that I can as well give you scriptures to justify that but we want to grow we want as children of God to go as sons okay not children of God as sons mature sons in the nature in the fashion in the form of God to grow and begin to take our place and reign because Jesus is coming back for a glorious church a church that looks like him a church that reigns like him a church that does what he used to do and does what more than what he used to do is coming back for a church like that and that can only come when we rise up to our place when we rise up to our call when we rise up and begin to lay childish ways when we were young you know we thought like children we spoke like children we did things like children but when we grow up uh, we ought to give up childish ways very important so he who says that God has the final say by the way will seem to sound theologically correct but may just be running away from the responsibility that God gave them when they agreed by the way to come to earth and when they agreed to join uh, the body of Christ when they, when they agreed to join Jesus let me give an example you remember the story of the disciples when they were preaching and so when they preached they and then they did a miracle and then after they did the miracle the beautiful get the layman walks and then uh, the Sinhadrin and the people around come to stop them from preaching what did they do they went and prayed and so someone may begin to think that you know what when they went to pray god gave the the verdict <laughs> in other words god had the final say but i can actually tell you that when they went to pray they were actually aligning themselves to who they are to what they believed in they were aligning themselves not to not to be in uh, not to be under the yoke of the enemy not to be under the yoke of men but to be under the yoke of christ the burden which is light to be under the power of jesus that he gave unto them because that power was already there all they were trying to do was not try to get more power yes you may say the house shook and all that but you know what they were just aligning themselves to what was already inside of them with what God has, had, had already given <laughs> very 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 powerful
by the way when jesus gave us the mandate that he read above where he said you know what all power all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all nations he was not only sending the people to preach the gospel to men who didn't know God, to turn to God, but he was actually giving them authority as well to influence things, not only, not only men to turn away from their wicked ways and to faith in Christ, but also to begin to align the things that were fallen the governmental systems, the education systems, the family systems, the cultural systems, the, 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 we could say the business systems, we could say uh, the f belief systems around, faith systems around, all along those lines. You know, it was sending them to begin to bring a new narrative, to begin to bring the government of God, to begin to bring uh, the mind of God in these things, because it, 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 that was the mandate, because uh, Jesus he has a mandate to reconcile everything back to God. He is not only here to reconcile men, but he is here to reconcile everything back to how it should be, even on earth, because the image that we need to bring, we need to bring the things on earth. The man here on earth should look like the man in heaven. That is reconciliation. Hallelujah. I hope that is very clear. So the good news is not only meant for fallen men, but also Jesus wants us to affect every world system and all creation with the gospel that we preach, with the good news that we preach, with the words that we say. We have limited the gospel only to, to the salvation of men, which is the ultimate goal. Because when those men are reconciled to God, then they are given the mandate to reconcile every other situation around, every other system, every other, every, every other policy, every, every process, whatever, back to God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you know what? We need to go beyond that and begin also to go to other things as well. Beyond uh, the salvation of the souls of men. Very important. I hope you realize that all creation that were subject to men or that were under men fell in glory when the first Adam the first man Adam, if I may put it that way, sinned and all this creation now waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. So I ask the question again, who has the final say? Let me, for those who may need me to put it in, in other words, let me put it this way. When the first man Adam sinned, the creation around me, him, did not have to sin with him or with the same nature of sin but they fell the ground could not yield the way it ought to have yield, yielded what was supposed to be subject or submissive to man now began to have wings to grow wings if i may put a quote like that 
and so that should be at the back of your mind all the creation fell in glory because there is no way there is no way the principles around could allow or the laws around could allow that man fall in glory and the creation around him stays at a higher glory than him no so they also are to fall in subject so he so this man has got to bring them back to that glory let's just continue I'll read for your scripture in just a second so creation is by the way is not waiting for God to rescue them from that bondage but it is waiting for these sons or the sons of God to come to maturity in aligning them away from that bondage let me read for you Romans chapter 8 verse 19 you're familiar with it, it says for the creation eagerly waits for the revelation of the sons of God or for the uh, King James says for creation eagerly awaits earnestly awaits for the manifestation of the sons of God it is waiting for these sons of God to reveal themselves to you know again someone might begin thinking that God is going to reveal these sons no these sons have to come to maturity then God will ag agree and say you know what this is my son in whom I'm well pleased then he goes there to say you know what this is my son in whom I'm well pleased hear him then creation begins to be subject to you the way it is subject to Christ very very important and so it is upon us as we go to pray that is what we are going to do we are not going to God to beg we are not going to beg angels to come we are just going there to align our lives because we need to get to a place where the there are areas where God has the final say that I'm not objecting to it but then there are areas in our life where we have the final say and we need to grow to it we need to come to terms to that very 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 important it is strange or let me put it this way isn't it strange that God is waiting for your final say <laughs> while you're sitting there waiting for God to move there is someone on the other side of the earth whom God is very happy that uh, they are moving things I cannot exhaust all the reasons as to why you have the final say but I need it to enter into you I need that reality to come to you right now and that it is you as a final say and not God pertaining to most areas in your life or the world around you because you are imaged you are made in the image and in the likeness or the very essence and authority <laughs> because you are in Christ Jesus because you believed in him very important I do not want to destroy your theology beyond this but I need you to align to God thank you so much by the way this has been Alvin Ekwang of Workings of Grace Ministries the Apostle of Graces God bless you Amen.